0: Today, on the Homeboys podcast, we are talking about millionaires and what are they doing right now.
1: We're going to talk about why they're preparing for a downturn. We're going to talk about how focused they are on the opportunities it will create. And last, we're going to talk about the preparations and the patience and the ability to stay the course that keeps them millionaires.
0: Stay tuned. You're kicking it with the Homeboys. Hey, everybody, you're kicking it with the Homeboys and the Homeboys podcast. My name is Clint Weatherall. We have a very exciting topic today. We are talking about millionaires and what are they doing with their money right now. As always, I'm here with my buddy, Mr. Scott Adams. What's up?
1: I'm good. I'm looking forward to talking about uh, some some pretty important things. We're going to talk about what millionaires are doing to prepare for the inflationary times and the and the what everyone believes is a coming recession. We're going to talk about how they're focused on preparing for opportunities that uh, could abound if economic condi- conditions continue this way. And last, we're going to talk about kind of how they prepare, how they are patient, how they stay the course, and how you can take some lessons from them. So, speaking of millionaires, how are you, my friend? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I guess I'm doing all right. We've got a got a garage remodel going on right now that's, nice. uh, that I'm excited to get my, my man cave. So I'm, uh, I'm spending money there, but I am, uh, I'm also, I'm reading a cool book right now. That's called, uh, the year of less. And it's about this, uh, this woman that, uh, just scaled back. She went on a, um, some time where she didn't shop, like only necessities for like 12, 12 months. And she's talking about that and purging, like getting rid of all of her stuff. And so I'm, I'm, I'm gluttonous in the fact that I'm, I'm adding on to my house, but I'm trying to learn to, to to skimp a little bit. So, you know, uh, we just got too much stuff, man.
1: I know. I found myself bored on Sunday and I looked over at my wife and I said, my God, I just—I've spent over a thousand dollars sitting here on the couch over here, and I realized I'll get on those shopping sites. You know, I bought some gold and silver, which you
0: know. You get a little crazy with the with the shopping. Yeah, yeah. is and that what millionaires are doing? Just sitting at home on Amazon? Yeah, I'm sure that's Buy- the
1: opposite of what they're doing. <laughs> you know, I, I I easily justify it because I live so far below my means, so far below my means that like I I have a. I've allowed myself to get away with that stuff, and I always enjoy it when I take a break. Like uh, when I take a trip, um, I do camping and hiking, kind of just simple cheap stuff. I always feel so much better about life when I live that way and I'm Mm -hmm. cheap or I come back and I haven't bought anything.
0: You know what my exercise plan is? What? Walking your Amazon boxes from the front <laughs> desk of our office to your office. That's great. I get in here I get in here before you do. So like I've got I a, love it. you know, I'm like your personal bitch. Right. You
1: know. You build these pyramids on my desk with them. These yeah, giant settling your boxes, you know, back. But I love uh it.
0: but yeah, I'm excited. I'm I'm excited to talk about this today because uh, you know, I think there's no doubt that we're in times that are different than what we've experienced for the last, you know, call it ten years. Sure. Um, you know, interest rates have went up. Everyone, the chicken littles are coming out, which I'm a chicken little myself, as you know. But so I think am it's I. interesting to talk about. You know what uh, you know, what what is everybody doing? Yeah. You know,
1: well, what what brought this to my attention the other day is I'm am a big fan of of Elon Musk just as a a businessman and a Everything he touches, it's amazing how, how genius he is. He seems to have a lot of things figured out. Um, he was cutting jobs at Tesla in anticipation of a downturn. He's not cutting jobs because they needed it currently. And I thought, that's pretty crazy that, that and I know other people are make, taking steps like that, but like when I see what is the most valuable car company in the world making anticipatory cuts. It, it got my attention headed by the richest man in the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's cut making cuts. Now, I think we're in a unique time with the economy. As you know, I, I for some reason, enjoy watching and learning from economists. And there's, there's some factors that we've kind of never seen before. Every economy is brand new. There's always different uh, factors p- pushing and pulling on it. But the mix of infl- inflationary times and a possible recession right around the corner um, ma- makes it a unique time where we're able to watch what some of these smart business people and millionaires are doing in advance. And I'm fascinated by all the moves they're making. Um, and then I saw a study that 79% of millionaires believe we have a recession, a recession will begin in the next two years, 79% of millionaires. I
0: would like to know where they get that, where, where, you know, actually where they get that that data. They didn't call I didn't, you? I, I, didn't I didn't get, get a call no, either. Not part Weird. of that. You know, uh, I don't think anyone trusts our opinion, you know, my wife, you know, come on the show and tell you about how stupid I am at home. I trust your
1: opinion when it comes to business and the economy and accounting and real estate more than anyone else on this planet. I know. And I know the best people in the nation on all of those topics.
0: Well, I appreciate that. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a I'm a gut feel guy. And you know, I've I but I've been a chicken little for for probably <laughs> five years. Um, you know, I believe that our our economy needs this shift. I believe that the the uptick in interest rates and some of the things that are going on are going to be are going to be healthy. But well, that brings um, us to
1: a good point that I'll ask you about then. So it sounds like in a way you understand that this could be part of a healthy. Uh, economy that a little pullback sometimes helps and that some of the things that are happening are not terrible. Now inflation sucks. However, it sounds like point two is what you were talking about, which is millionaires are are actively keeping their eyes open for opportunities.
0: Yeah. And I think that it was it was necessary. You know, let's just let's just talk from our own experience. Um, very difficult for us to to buy existing you know, properties and assets because of the competition that we've been in for the last several years. You know, you look at it uh, with rates being at 2%, there's, been, there's more people buying houses than there's, you know, than we've seen in our, in our career. You know, and as real estate investors, you get into, uh, uh, you know, a period of time where you're bidding against people that are going to live in the home. I mean, you're going to lose that battle. You know, almost a hundred times out of a hundred,
1: yeah, small real estate investors like us lose because we're against hedge funds, which will pay whatever they want, mm-hmm. and um, first-time home buyers or or um, owner occupants, and that's it's not a battle we will ever win.
0: So, I I think that we're still a few months out, but I think in a, within a few months you're going to start seeing more and more opportunities for real estate investors, which I like. I think they're, they're, that real estate investors need to. Forget about um, if they're if they're coming and buying properties by way of a a mortgage. They've got to get out of their own way and stop saying, "Oh, well, rates used to be lower. Who cares?" You know, you got to if it's a deal, you got to get it. You know, if the numbers work, you got to get it. I think we're going to see that. Um, We're already starting to see houses linger on the market. You know, within within Indianapolis where where we're located. So yeah, I'm excited about uh, about the opportunities. you know, but it's easy for it's easy for me to say, you know, because I feel like that you and I both do a pretty good job of,
1: uh,
0: of being ready for for you know a downturn.
1: Yeah, that's one of the things that this study showed. Pete uh, is happening is is eighty seven percent. Yep, eighty seven percent of investors are have no plans to invest more in equities. So cash, you know, they are building up either cash on hand or moving it into more asset classes like real estate, gold, silver, and, uh, even like fixed, um, fixed, fixed income, income, which, you know, I mean, the returns on that are so darn low. It's shocking to me that they would, but they're gonna going to start going up. Yeah.
0: And, I and mean, it's not, safer. not, not, it's not going to be that attractive, yeah. but I mean, they're going to sp- I mean, right.
1: basically been zero for you know, right. forever, but it's, it's a little safer and they're scared of what's to come. Mm-hmm. And we are, we are, you and I, just to speak on what you and I are doing, which is we are shoring up our portfolio. We're going to, go, we always do this anyway, but we go through it. We find any dogs with fleas and we either change the property to make it perform or we sell it off. And then if we sell it off, we always add two more to replace it. So we're, we're in the process of buying heavily um, right now, even more than we already do. We just added three duplexes. We added a couple of Airbnbs here in our hometown. We're looking at an Airbnb in Florida. There's a lot on our, I mean, that's just the tip of the iceberg with what we're working on to be Frank. Mm-hmm. And we believe that one of the things that can see people through this coming time, is good cash flowing real estate. You know, it's a real world asset. Um, it, the, the money that it puts off can help see you through, um, these periods. And so we are preparing by doing that. And so are a lot of millionaires. The counter argument people are saying is, well, that real estate's about to maybe take a dive or, uh, have a drop in value. And for people like us, long-term investors, we don't care in a way. As long as that baby keeps churning off the the rents, we're not looking to sell it. So in a way, the numbers that it's worth is almost irrelevant to our math. Now, don't get me wrong. The last thing I want is to buy an asset that goes down in value. Um, another argument going on out there that I was listening to last night that I, don't, I haven't fully bought into is they're saying – There's an argument now being made that inflation is going up at such a rate that even with a recession, property values could hold or even increase in value while a recession is happening, and that's a crazy concept to think. I don't believe it. Yeah. Like I said, I haven't bought all the way in, but there's also not enough homes for people. So there's a lot of pressures on the real estate market coming up. There's not enough homes for people to own. There's been a lot of people sitting on the sidelines who couldn't buy in right now because they kept getting bit out. So there's a lot of demand still out there that's unsatisfied. Rates are still historically good. You and I talked about that. I know they're not mm-hmm. 2%, 3% anymore, oh, I but think they're the still rates, great. The
0: rates are fine, but it's, it has led everyone into this false perception of what reality is and it has also contributed to our very payment driven society our payment driven society has caused a lot of um, you know real estate prices to go through the ceiling right you know you look in um, you know the major markets you know properties going up 20 you know percent in value i'm just using that as basic math i mean there's some there's some areas just went up more some areas it's went up less but you know, a $500,000 house becomes a, becomes a $600,000 house, and all of a sudden the rate has went from 2% um, to, to, to 6%. You know, that's $24,000 of interest, um, you know, a year on a property like that. Um, you know, $2,000 a month. You know, that takes a lot of people out of it. We're in a payment-driven society. And what happens is then, you know, they'll be looking at lower-priced properties. The demand will go down for that. I think that there's only one pl- – even with there being a housing shortage, I still think that you're going to see um, at minimum a very stagnant um, real estate market when it comes to values. I think so too. You'll have a crystal ball. I don't. I mean I could be wrong. You could st- still see prices go up. But are I, you, believe I believe that they're going down.
1: Are you worried? This is, to me, I, I believe prices will be stagnant or go down a little. But what worries me – and it sh- I, I shouldn't say worries me, but I think there will be enough – pressure and demand on the first time home buyer type product that I don't know that that sector of the market itself that could that could still continue to go up which is a would be a weird thing because because there's going to be people that are in that middle, more middle tier of homes that are priced out. They can no longer afford it now that rates go up to, mm-hmm. to buy one of those. And so they're going to be back into that product. There's already a shortage of those houses. Then you've got investors like us. A lot us.
0: of times, they don't even exist anymore. Right. You know. You've
1: got Wall Street that wants them. You've got mm-hmm. people like us that want them. There could be a pressure on that little sector. I agree. But um, so... You know, this is point three, which is to be prepared, be patient, come up with your plan and stay the course. Because Clinton, I know from personal experience, emotion causes you to make really bad investing decisions. We are just, you could, we are examples of doing that poorly. However, with real estate, we've done a good job. We've done a good job. We set up a plan. We stay the course. We know what that can do. And we aren't affected by, um, you know, the, the market as much for our long-term holds. Now, don't get me wrong. We change, we re-strategize based on the market all of the time. But as far as our long-term holds are concerned, that's our safety and that's our harbor during the storm. You know, those things just stay the course. You don't have to think about them. You don't have to do anything. And if you're trying to time the market to build up your long-term um, investments, rental investments, you're, you're, you're not going to get it right. There's never a perfect time. You're not going to time the market when it's perfectly at the bottom. We believe now is always the right time to buy. We believed that two years ago. I believe it today. I'll believe it in a year from now, regardless of what the market's doing. If it is a good long-term rental, we think you should be prepared, be patient, and stay the course of adding good quality cash-flowing assets, regardless of the economy.
0: Stick to the plan. Yep. You know, patience. Patience. Not letting your emotions get involved and sticking to the plan. So important. I know in my, early on in my real estate career, I was so anxious to get into real estate. I made a lot of stupid decisions. You know, I jumped in, I'd overpay for stuff, didn't stick to the plan just because I wanted to be busy. And, you know, you, people think, oh, if I'm busy, that means that I'm making money. No, it, it doesn't. You've got to take the emotions out of it. Busy doesn't mean that you are becoming wealthy or doing the right thing. Got to make smart decisions. I say it here on here all the time. It's amazing what ten years of good decisions will do for you in the world of real estate. It's amazing. You know, I'm not talking about big decisions either. I'm you know, I'm talking about you know, small multifamily. You know, we graduate up to the next level. Um, but it's amazing what position you'll be in. You know, with good decisions along the way and
1: if you borrow conservatively you won't have to react like the sky is falling if there's a small pullback because you know you've already built in that cushion but i thought You're i was supposed to refi okay. till i die <laughs> yeah. and take everything out it's unbelievable how popular how, how there's been a war on keeping equity in your assets i don't know why everyone says tap your assets leverage them to the hilt you know, borrow as much as you can against everything you own so you can use it to get more things that you can then make more money on. And it becomes a snowball in the wrong way. It's insane. It's insane. And it's it only works during an upward market. And the, that's not how the world works. It's so just cold logic, it doesn't make any sense. And we're about to come into at least a stagnant period. So that plan doesn't work. If you're doing it Stop. If you've already done it and you're big time into it, stop and find a way out. (laughs) Find the exit now and stop and stop and stop. That's right. (laughs) So just stop doing that. Build some (laughs) equity in and you can ride the waves. I can't tell you how nice it is to not have to be knee jerk reaction. I was really busy when I was young in my career only because I made really bad decisions and I was constantly having to unwind over borrowing. I over leveraged, so I know what I'm talking about when I say stop. I don't say that just because I think I'm smarter than you. No, I'm exactly as smart as you. I made those same decisions. They are dumb. But you've lived it. But I lived it. I made my way out. I worked hard to get out. I got lucky that I did it right before the 2008 crash. Right now is the time, if that's you, to stop what you're doing and reverse it before it's too late because it's about to be too late though. I think that's
0: really well said. And, you know, listen to people that have been through market cycles. You know, I did not do that whenever we were going through the great recession 14 years ago. Um, thankfully got out, you know, alive, but you know, had I, had I, if I could go back, I would listen to people that have been there before me. It's going to be different. The last, you know, 10 to 14 years have been a very special time in real estate with low interest rates. Uh, This elevator ride of values have been going up. And I think people have gotten used to it. That is not normal. That is not going to continue. It is time to prepare yourself. Yes, millionaires are out there heeding the warning of what the economy is going on with the economy. So please, please listen to what is going on. We, uh, We really, really, really recommend, if you're new into real estate, leech on to a a, a mentor. Leech is a bad word, but really hang on their every word. If they've been there, they know what they're doing. That is our show for this week. Please continue to follow us. Please listen to more of our content. You can find us at homeboyspodcast.com. We are also working on some merchandise. This guy needs some new clothes. So we're getting some homeboys gear for him. We're going to get him outfitted. Stay tuned. Till next time, happy investing.